Stop. The podcast you are about to listen to may include crude humor, uncomfortable topics, graphic depictions of sexual organs and activities, and, worst of all, curse words. Maybe leave the kids out of this one, okay? This is your warning. What's up, all you cool cats and kittens? <laughs> Welcome back to This Is Your Warning. My name, of course, the hottest of dogs is David. And with me today, of course, the coolest of cats, Brandy. Hey. How are y'all doing today? Are you doing good? We hope so. We hope so. We, we hope to bring you a little extra joy, even if you're not doing so great. So, Brandy, how are you doing today? Things are looking up. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm feeling good. Um, I'm eating better. That's going to last for like three days until I go back to eating like Same. shit. So I'm feeling Do you have like good. a weight loss goal? Oh yeah. I always have a weight loss goal. That doesn't mean I'm actually doing anything about it sometimes, but. Have you, do you have a vision board? I, I was told I need to do one. I'm sure I've heard the term vision board, <laughs> but no, I do not have a vision board. I need board. to do a vision board. I'm we, not going to. We have things we want to accomplish. Yes, we do. We do. And I guess that would be made easier if I had a lot more energy and mm-hmm. uh, time. Yeah. And my body didn't hate me. Yeah. So maybe, maybe With I need to make like a vision that, board. Mm. Yeah. Well, imagine what it's this a, could be. Yeah. Oh, true. <laughs> See, and I'm not, I'm not even so much worried about how it looks. It's just how it feels. Mm-hmm. But mine feels really soft, but looks really. Bleh. Well, I mean, there are some people <laughs> I've heard here recently uh, are pretty into that. Mm, I'm not going to say any names, but you know who you are. You want to get into that. We, no, we don't have to get into that right now. What oh, we, I said he wants to get into oh, that. Oh, yeah, he definitely wants to get into that. I've heard. I've heard you know who you are. What's up, bud? All right. Now, this week, we're going to talk a little bit about something else. It's it's not who we are now, but uh, I think what has made us who we are. And it's so many things. <laughs> and it's not necessarily food in my case. Right. I, I want to talk about some of the some of like the pop culture things that really stuck with you. Yeah. Movies, music, TV, whatever, you know. And so I think that can be a lot of fun for a lot of people because mm-hmm. a lot of people, if you look back over your life, you will see a a serious um, a serious amount of of things that you can say, yeah, this really changed who I am as a person. Help me become who I am. So, is there anything that pops up for you? Because I have so many, so many of these things that do that for me. So we're just talking like. So let's say movies, right? Movies. Are there are there any movies? And it doesn't have to be just one, right? Because there's different movies for different things. That like invoked some kind of major feeling that something that maybe really question just, life or something? Maybe question life, something that really hits you. And and maybe back then you didn't know necessarily what it was, but if you look back on it, it it is something that you go, Oh yeah, this is definitely what I I pulled from this this movie or or whatever hmm. um i don't know what i really would have pulled from it but like growing up like the goonies was the shit like i yeah loved the goonies and i wanted that like that's what i wanted i wanted my group of friends that we just did all these stupid 
adventures. adventures with and i mean i did have friends and that was really really great but i was just like that's what camaraderie is and i was like that and i i think part of me my whole life and even still to this day you see the things that i post and i'm like i need that i need that, that camaraderie that crew that i mean i have you and i'm so grateful thanks you. but one person does not make a crew i get what you're saying <sighs> but you're enough i promise <laughs> <laughs> thank you for not being bored of me right now right <laughs> but like some part of me and i i think that i mean I, until we just started this conversation i don't really think i realized that that set in my mind like that is what is supposed to happen like those are the people your rider dies your let's go on an adventure and see what happens and yes i had childhood friends that are still friends with me to this day but we all grew up grew apart and then i lost my best friend you know mm -hmm. um so i think some part of me still like longs for that and i I think it can still happen. I mean, I'm having a great adventure with you and it's a continual ongoing one and that's great. But, um, that's the one movie, you know, that stands out to me from my childhood that was, cause I still reference it to this day, you know, my, my belly and I, I do the, the, the truffle, truffle shuffle <laughs> and you know, there's just like so many cool references and people are like you know my kids are like what the heck are you talking about and oh yeah i used to quote that movie oh, all so the time good, the the scene where he is confessing every bad thing he's done and <laughs> he's talking so about you know the fake yeah. throw yeah. up in the movie oh, theater so funny i quoted that for probably well, he's eating all that ice year. cream and yeah. it's so good it's so good I, I i can relate to a lot of the characters in that movie and just like it was just so good and they were trying to save their fucking town and like i mean geez louise that's that's some cool shit so, I mean, that would be like the feel good kind of like, you know, one that sticks in, out in my brain. Like, yeah. So what about you? Um, one that really hit me. And so as a kid, it hit me because I loved the character. Right. And as an adult, I still love the character. Superman 2. Uh, you are a fan of Superman. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I am a I am a huge fan. Audience, if you don't know me at all, uh, know that I am a big Superman fan. I did not know that you were a fan of Superman until we started back in improv recently. Yeah. And they were like, you know, how he feels about Superman. And oh, I know yeah. jack shit about Superman. So I was just trying to come up with something oh, to contribute to the, listen, the game. I am huge into Superman. But yeah. like, so as a kid, right, all I see is Superman, right? And it's like, yeah, cool, awesome. Christopher Reeve, amazing job yeah. playing both Superman and Clark Kent. Right. Awesome. Really cool. Um, but what I took from that movie, honestly, is this, this sense of responsibility, mm -hmm. right? To do good for for everyone around you mm -hmm. like we have this greater responsibility to right. to humanity right right and while we don't necessarily want to neglect our relationships with people there is a point where we do have to put our personal lives aside and fight for what is best in the Truth. world and i i've taken that with me in a lot of ways uh in my life because i i just it's the right thing to do you know right. i and can see that and I want to wear spandex. <laughs> if y'all don't know what David looks like, I'm just telling you. That's why when I, I first met diet. David, I have to be honest, he knows this already. First time I saw David and I learned about his personality, I was just kind of like, ooh, you know, because <laughs> my daughter was like there at improv auditions and she could see me kind of like looking at him. I don't know if I told you that, but no. she could, <laughs> she could see me kind of looking at him and um, she's like, he reminds you of Sal, doesn't he? And I'm like, oh my God. For those of you that don't know, who's uh, Sal? 
Oh, from Impractical Jokers. I he melts my butter. I don't know why. <laughs> I didn't even put him in my top three, but he's just he's just I don't know something about him is just like got yeah. that 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 goofy little quirky, and he's like just cute enough and just like I don't know like something about him. And then I saw that like you have like that goofy little personality and. Maybe, I don't know, maybe like the same stature and just, and she was like, I was just like watching and I was like, he's, he's good or whatever. And she's like, <laughs> he reminds you of Sal, like I could tell. And I was like, maybe. So Who I had knows? like a, a, you know, little, little crush, but you know, it dissipated cause he had a girl. So I don't, I don't play, yeah. I don't play that. It is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. But, so yeah. him in spandex, uh, that was it. I would have tried to be, <laughs> you know, Mister Steal Your Man. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. things happen. Yeah, things happen. And then in my case, I gained forty-five pounds. Wasn't even that. <laughs> then nah, I wouldn't wear spandex now. When he wasn't with someone, we I don't know. I guess we had done the improv thing for so long, and yeah. I felt like cool dude, my improv pal, and yeah, we solidified I had our a friendship. Boyfriend. Yeah. So. It is what it is. Just wrong timing. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, just like, so I'm telling you ladies, you won't care about the 40 pounds. David and Spendex would be a sight to behold. Yes, he is. He's adorable. He's but had no. stalkers and shit. <laughs> but I mean, so anyway. Not uh, me. Anyway. Yeah, okay, sure. Uh, I don't stalk you. Not you. You aren't the stalker, but you've had stalkers. Oh, we yeah, talked yeah. about it on the podcast, so... Anyway, let's get back to our pop culture stuff. So, yeah, so, I mean, those those movies that are, you know, instilling us a greater sense of, of desire for what we want in our personal lives, in your case, the Goonies, and yeah. what we want to do for the world, in my case, Superman 2, those are great. But, I mean, there's other things, like uh, the movie Grease, John right. Travolta, Olivia Newton-John. There was one day I watched that eight times in a row. In one day? In one day. And you don't even want to dance at the discotheque with me? No. No, 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 no. See, here's the thing. I, I knew well, Saturday that, Night Fever then. No. I, I've never even seen Saturday Night Fever. I didn't either. Fever. I just know what it is. Um, I don't know who was in it. No, I knew Grease was a like stage musical before that and everything. And just watching it, it looked like everyone in that was having so, so much, much fun. Yeah. And that's why I was open when it was suggested to me by my mother that I should try theater, right? I was like, okay. I mean, it seems like a lot of fun. seems like it'd be really interesting. Right. I don't care about what people think of me because everyone knows theater kids had a weird kind of situational um, reputation or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yes, y'all it, do. Yeah, but I'm it not didn't. one of them. Yeah, well, but it didn't matter to me, right? I was like, they look like they had so much fun. Yeah, just being. And turns out, yeah, I am a theater person. I really enjoyed, you know, just being and doing. And, and I never so would have, I never would have explored that without Grease. So, was there like a movie that you watched as a child that you probably, looking back, realize you shouldn't have been watching as a child? Mm, oh, I mean, so many. <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing. But that, that like we're, sticks with you, those kind. So I mean, we're at an age where. That was a lot grayer area mm-hmm. when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Like, as adults, I think right now in our general vicinity, a lot of age vicinity, we're a lot more uh, vigilant about what our kids get to watch and don't get to watch. We are? I said in in general, <laughs> not specifically, right? 
Um, but I'd really have to stay on my asses because yeah, I mean on their asses. Yeah, because my son's two laptops, a PC, uh, Oculus, his phone. My daughter's got yeah. her phone, her laptop. Yeah, but I mean that's the thing. We have to stay on top of it because they have so much access. But I tell them I can see everything they do on the internet. Exactly. They believe it. Yeah, they have to. Um, but no, as a kid, I mean, there's so many movies. I watched Child's Play when I was real mm. young, and I had one of those little My Buddy dolls. Oh, God. That freaked me the hell out for a good month. Pet Cemetery was the one that messed me up, boy. Yeah, I never watched Pet Cemetery, oh, really? but I knew of Pet Cemetery. That was just a crazy movie. But I think the one that would jump out at me the most, and I would still watch it to this day. I still do if, if I happen to watch TV, which you know me, I don't that mm-hmm. often, but... Anyway, is uh, Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. So, I should not have been watching that as a fucking 10-year-old child. No, no. Eight-year-old child, whatever the hell I was. There's a lot of problematic things but about that movie. But I was completely obsessed with that movie. And my yeah. friend Amanda, we were friends when we were younger. We're not friends now because... Of things. Of things. Yeah. She's not a bad person. We just, just don't agree life. politically yeah. <laughs> at all. And um, so, she unfriended me. That's her deal but we were little girls and 10 years old we were 10 years old and when i would go visit her at her house we she would play the soundtrack on cassette or whatever from dirty dancing right and we would dance and she always went and stole her dad's pearl snap button-up shirts and we would put them on and then when it would get to the part where um the guy's singing and i'll wait all day we would just rip the shirts off <laughs> and jesus dirty dancing was life but looking back i'm like holy shit yeah, like there's a lot of adult stuff in dirty don't dancing. even like i knew what was going on right. but i was so like obsessed with right it and the magic of it and the dancing and the whatever yeah. but like yep, yep the magic the statutory rape all of that exactly <laughs> I mean, the magic of the dancing i've always actually yeah. i don't look good when i dance these days because i don't look good yeah. ever when i dance you're gonna so dance i'm not gonna dance you're gonna dance that's a whole nother you're story gonna dance anyway so like i love to dance i just yeah. don't look good when i dance because i'm so big around the middle right so um but i guess it would probably have started with dirty dancing i like I, I can watch people dance and I get like chills and emotional sometimes. It's like, damn, it's so like intense. And you know how it is just when you appreciate the arts, you generally appreciate the arts sure. in general. Right. 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 So um, I just love when I see people that are passionate about something. And that was like opening a hole because I was raised really religious. You didn't dance. I didn't do that kind of stuff, you know. And so um, that was one movie that I think you know, created like a spark in me that mm-hmm. if I hadn't watched it, I probably would have never like dance or, yeah. um, been, I mean, even a bit of feminist in me started, yeah. you know, from that movie. So yeah. Advocating for yourself. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Like, and then others too, like, even though that situation was so effed up with Penny and everything that happened, like she was like, did something that was illegal, got her dad to help her pay her something that was illegal to help that woman yeah because she was in like a really shitty situation so i think even as a young girl like i understood everything that was going on and i'm like yeah you gotta fucking help people and it may not seem right or whatever but like she had good intentions right so i don't know yeah i hear you i hear you one of those that really affected me in a negative way um was uh supersize me uh that documentary that that guy did about about mcdonald's yeah when they got rid of the supersize option on Mm -hmm. the menu i was really heartbroken 
That's <laughs> hilarious. I don't think I've ever supersized anything. I didn't, honestly. I loved their french fries. McDonald's fries are pretty effing bomb. But I didn't really eat fast food until later. Hmm, much late. later in life. Yeah. Like, probably in my 30s. Wow. That's because I got so busy as a mom that it was fucking easier. Like yeah. when I was pregnant with my daughter, I'll take that back. I would crave the double cheeseburger from McDonald's. But sure. other than that, I never had like times that I would just like go get fast food. And that was not ever yeah. my thing until I became addicted to the convenience. And then the food itself is addictive. Right. Yeah. Addicting, addictive. What's the word? Addictive. Addictive. Thank you. <laughs> um, You know, just how easy it was and accessible and cheap. And then, and then I got my kids on like chicken nuggets and french fries, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, shit. And then I bought, oh man, the other day I bought those freaking, um, <laughs> we can, we can do a whole lot of food stuff yeah. in a different episode. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, don't buy those, um, simulator chicken nuggets. They're plant-based. Oh yeah. I yeah. bought them. They look like, they look, they like, look like McDonald's. They didn't taste like McDonald's. I didn't dislike the taste, but they honestly taste more like a fish stick than, Gross. than chicken nuggets. Gross. And I was okay with that. My kids were like, what the crap? Yeah. <laughs> you know, this so, isn't right. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So supersize me. I never yeah. saw it, but I've read about, like, I know what, what they did or yeah. whatever. But when it came out, I wasn't yeah. into fast food. No. So. We'll see. There you go. Yeah. Well, let's pivot. Let's pivot. Okay. I know your big thing in your life has been music. Mm. Right? Yes. So, I mean, is there... Is there an artist or an album or both or multiple that have really just been big pivot points in your life that you can think of? I can think of a couple for myself. Yeah. So let me go back. Okay. So my whole life, I've loved music. My mother was a big fan of like R&B or like, you know, like um, she likes all kinds of music. She has a very eclectic taste in music like I do, but like. So going as far back as like Stevie Wonder, like Anita Baker, I think is her name. And then like um, Sade and Mm -hmm. like she put those kind of influences like that real like not like let's make love R&B, but that just like smooth, soulful. Yeah, soulful. Yeah, music. And that's that's what, you know, I find I'm most passionate about. So when you have artists come throughout the ages, you've got Mariah Carey's and the Whitney Houston's and like the Adele's and the, like all the types of people that just can, yeah, that classic soulful, you know, yeah. And they have those powerful voices. Those are the people, Lauren Hill. Those are the people that stick with me and I will always love, you know, but I guess when I was kind of coming of age, I made a couple of friends with people that were more like into alternative stuff. So I started, like I fell in love with like tool and Deftones and like, um, smashing pumpkins and like just yeah music that I mean they could all sing yeah like they could of sing course. all those people could of sing. course but it's a completely but different it's a totally different vibe it doesn't yeah. like move your soul but sometimes like those like deftones kind of make you want to fuck somebody in the right. backseat of a car and just like be yeah. raw and you know so it hits different. some of those animalistic yeah. parts of your brain yeah yeah so um, but just artists that just powerful music in general is what really moves me and then well what about you like what kind of music 
Like oh gosh, go you're okay. You ready? You ready to judge me? You ready to judge me? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so how I feel about music. so my parents like they 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 liked music, <laughs> but they laughing? it wasn't a love music type oh, of thing, okay. right? We'd listen to, to it in the car. I mean, we'd have records that we'd play at like Christmas or whatever, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like this this central focus of our lives, right? And so I would listen to what they would listen to, mm-hmm. and there is a point where. I, you know, it's usually right at your teenage years where you you want to kind of rebel from that, right? right? You you appreciate that music for the rest of your life, and I I very much do appreciate all of those seventies and sixties and and bands and everything, and I I always will. But you you kind of want to find your own voice, right? And I got into it late. Like I was teenager before I got my first I have CD. A feeling I know where we're going. I don't know. I just got a real strong vibe, but I'm excited. Go ahead. Oh, I'm interested to see what you think, though. What do you think? What do you think my first CD was? How old were you? I was like, uh, let's see. I was 13 or 14. Backstreet Boys. No, Shit. absolutely not. Oh, damn it. <laughs> um, Savage Garden. No. Close. No. Shit. Um. You get one more guess, and then we'll go ahead. No doubt. No. No, first album was Now That's What I Call Music 18. Oh, Jesus. No, that doesn't count, though. My first, like, actual band CD um, was from Creed. Like, yeah, look at you. And I, like, obviously, obviously. Right. I get it. Right? But you're, at that point, I'm just trying to figure out who I am. Right? Yeah. and there are some of those songs, yeah, that are that cheesy with arms wide open mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But if you actually go into some of their deeper stuff, like it gets hard, mm-hmm. like heavy no, stuff. No, they're not bad. I've seen them in concert. It they're was really bad. fun. Yeah. yeah. They get shit on just as much as Nickelback. Yeah. It's whatever. But no, I, I, I like, like Creed better than Nickelback. Yeah. And Nickelback is. Did you have a Nickelback album? Oh, yeah. I had several oh, Nickelback geez, albums. Louise. Because they had some good stuff. Really? Yes. It Listen. For, you tell for me what you had it is, Kid Rock albums. I'm no, I didn't have Kid Rock. Okay, so, if you are looking at basically corporate rock, mm-hmm. there is a place for corporate rock. Mm-hmm. You know, several million albums sold. Yeah, is still several million albums sold. You had an Evanescence. Is it? Yes, I have. Oh, I absolutely, absolutely had one. I'm um, but like, if you like Nickelback, is great for what it is. If I want to listen to dumb, mindless music that has good beat and mm-hmm. and some mm-hmm. catchy mm-hmm. lyrics, mm-hmm. again. It's manufactured, and that's okay. what they do, and that's great. I'm not okay. listening to it to change my life. All right. Right? It's, at best, party music. Do you know Silverchair? Mm, I've heard of it, but I don't know that I could... I love me some Silverchair. Anyway. No, the... Creed. <laughs> <laughs> the album that really changed my whole kind of perspective and, and moved me in my direction of, of musical taste was actually uh, American Idiot by Green Day. That's a good one. Green I, Day is the shit. I listened to that that CD a lot, right? Because mm-hmm. it's it was one of those like man, They're, you know, because how I, you know how I feel about punk music, but yeah. I love me some Green Day. But oh yeah, he could actually sing. Yeah, you know, so it's more he's actually more singy than talk singy. Right, you know, because I hate that talk singy yeah. shit. Well, I mean, that one just hit me in a like, oh, this it's one so actually different. has some meaning, right? right? There's and, some thought behind it. And they were able to go super fucking mainstream, right? which, you know, yeah, and which it is was, the opposite of punk. Exactly. Right. But it was still great. And he's still so punk. Yeah. So. And so it, it like hit me in that way. It's like, oh, there's actual like depth. Depth, right. It makes you think. Yeah. 
like, oh, wow, these things that I think about this particular administration, which was the Bush administration at the time, is like, wow, this is it in lyrical form. Like, this is incredible. That's why I love the Dixie Chicks. I mean, well, I've always loved the Dixie Chicks, but their music, I don't know how you feel about country, but the Dixie Chicks, like their songs, even the playful ones, like if you listen to them, they're like, damn, we're going to get you back on the hort. Yeah. You know? And so music with a message, of course, is great. Oh, yeah. Well, and then, so that's what I, I started looking for was that music with a bit more depth mm-hmm. to it. So, like, yeah, Evanescence was, you know, very mm-hmm. emo-y, uh, but... Is that why you like Evanescence? Was, no, I had a crush on Amy Lee, too. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. She's so pretty. Yeah, she is, but it was good music. Yeah. Um, same thing with uh, uh, Welcome to the Black Parade mm-hmm. uh, by My Chemical mm-hmm. Romance. It was like, wow, this is different because mm-hmm. it was very dark. Which one is that? When the was... Yeah, yeah, that was like some dark stuff, Mm -hmm. and it's very upbeat music. It's very different. Yeah, I like Paramore. Me too. Yeah, and so I mean, I was listening to all of that stuff, but I mean, you still had that corporate stuff like Good Charlotte and Mm -hmm. and everything, Mm -hmm. which is like okay, yes, they're singing the words, but you can tell they don't actually believe it. I literally cannot get American Idiot out of out of my head right now. It's like and it's like stuck. Yeah, it plants itself. It's like there are moments where I'll just American Idiot. Yeah. Like I'm a fucking American idiot. But I'll I'll listen to it sometimes and yeah, I just so go good. off. You go to another place in time and that's the beauty of music. Yeah. Well, and it's like I mean, albums it really like that. Is. Albums like that are timeless, yeah. right? You could apply a lot of those same feelings from that that time period yeah. to now, to like, 2 years ago, to like whatever. It's the same type of stuff. That's timeless material. Like my kids like Otis Redding. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. you can't listen to Otis Redding and not feel what that man was singing about. You know, oh, yeah. and it's like, damn. If even if it's dock sitting on the dock of the bay to these arms of mine, it's like you're there, you're there. Yeah, uh, you, you can hold me, Otis. Like uh, I wouldn't yeah. take that pain away, or I'll sit there on the dock with you, wasting oh, time. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, and his his story's so tragic, but it's just like I didn't learn about Otis Redding till I was much older, but instantly fell in love, and I bought a cd and my kids would listen to it when they were like little and they still are like obsessed and it's just crazy how like if you respect music you're gonna like good music so you're gonna like people that are talented and they have music with the message you can't be like like i don't like queen <laughs> okay you're are wrong you, if you ever say that in life but exactly that's what like, you can't be like if you actually appreciate music you can appreciate queen uh, I, okay, so they may not like Queen, right? It may not be their cup of tea. Right. But if they don't appreciate Queen for mm-hmm. everything they did for music, that's wrong. But Queen has so many different kind of like... Right, they had so many different sounds. But again, it could be something that is just not in someone's wheelhouse. I'm not going to ever blame someone. Weird. Yes, but you know just as well as I have that anyone who has ever been to any sporting event ever in their life has stomped their feet yeah. twice and clapped. Yeah. Like... That's like my friend that I work with Mallory right I like my Mariah Carey not because I like her as a person or anything like that but yeah when I was like six seven eight years old however the hell old I was when she came on the scene she had this emotions and yeah. those other songs where it's just like this yeah. lady's an alien listen to her voice she's like a freaking angel you know Mallory's like I fucking hate Mariah Carey's voice and I'm like you're dumb but like I'm just like, that's how weird it is. And like, I think that she's otherworldly and she's like, her voice gets on my nerves. But like, you still can't deny 
that she's talented, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a talent yeah. level there. Not Maybe so. it's not so much anymore, but... Well, I don't, I don't know. I haven't listened to anything Mariah Carey and... You didn't see the videos of her when they removed the sound from that Christmas thing? Nope. On Times Square or whatever? Nope. And they removed the, the musical, I mean, the backup, and she, her, her voice was like, oh, what the hell? No, no I have not. I have not listened yeah. to any of that. So... But yeah, I mean, I'm sure we could sit here and talk all day about music, but I do have one more. It's TV. Yeah. Is there any TV show in in your life that you were like, okay, well, this is this is something that shaped me as a human being? I have one that tell I can me think yours because I'm trying to. It's Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. Yeah, of course. When I was a kid, like it just taught me how to be a decent human being, yeah. right? And I think, you know, I think there are a lot of people who who have that same story, and I feel sorry for the people that don't yeah. understand that. Um, because it's just it's just generally be a decent human being. You know, you don't have to agree with everyone, but be good. And that was that's one of the things I think has guided my life a lot. I'm trying to think. Um I did watch a lot of TV as a child, like I did. But like I liked it all like from freaking the Brady Bunch to, you know, mm-hmm. like I liked mm-hmm. I liked it all. Um I'll tell you another one that got me was mm-hmm. all that. All, all that. Right, because up till that point, you didn't have yeah like humorous kids. shit for kids, right? Yeah, yeah. right. It's stuff that stuff that was relevant and cool yeah. for kids. Like it yeah. was, you had Saturday Night Live, right. and then a little bit later, Mad TV. Yeah. But again, that's all adults, yeah. right? But you have kids being funny, like genuinely yeah. funny, yeah. and and that was like, oh, I can do that. Yeah. Well, hello there. Yeah, kids can be funny. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. So. I don't know. Clarissa explains it all is probably that for me, mm. you know, um, just because I kind of like I could just relate to her personality and stuff and that that internal dialogue. And is that the right? Yeah. 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 You know, so just like always like questioning everything and then just kind of like, like my life is like a oops. My life is like a <laughs> trauma. <laughs> but um you know, there's just there have been a lot of TV shows that I really liked, but I don't really think like there was anything that I could just relate to because, as much as you know of my life story, there's probably yeah nothing out there quite like that. Um, there have been some movies that I could definitely relate to, but oh yeah, as well, an adult, but there's so many in life. But like, just shape my personality, my passions, like, like musical, like musicals, right? Yeah, like My Fair Lady, psh, <laughs> that is my favorite ever, like of all yeah. time, but. TV shows, not necessarily, because I couldn't relate to any of them. So, but yeah. yeah, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood was, was the shit. All about pop Reading culture. Reading Rainbow, that one. Oh yeah, Reading yeah. Rainbow was my favorite. Yeah. And I used to watch Star Trek, so I got I got a double dose of of Lavar Burton. So yeah, it yeah. was amazing. I didn't watch Star Trek. My dad was Trekkie big time, but I'm trying to think, I was the more of a like. Let's watch Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> oh know? yeah. Yeah. So well, that was that was when I was sick. Over at my grandma's house, mm-hmm. it was always the Price my is Right. House. Oh, the Price is Right. That's the Price is Right, and then Jeopardy in in the uh, exactly. early afternoon, mm-hmm. early evening. Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Good time. I loved man. it. Simpler. I loved it. I guess there's probably still some people that do do that, but I don't watch TV. Heck yeah, it's not the same without Bob. Yeah, as problematic Who as he that is. Now? This is Drew Carey. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's supposed to be really good. I haven't okay. watched it because I'm never. Home at my, you know, grandma's house. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, my but yeah. grandmas are dead. Yeah. So we're mine. So, okay. um, 
with that <laughs> sad note, <laughs> I do have a, a question. So you were you a Nickelodeon kid? Yes. Okay, so did you watch the, the you classics do? like Double Dare? Like mm-hmm. the, the live ones, Double Dare, What Would mm-hmm. You Do? Mm-hmm. The uh, mm-hmm. uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple, mm-hmm. um, Guts. Mm-hmm. Was there anyone that you wanted to be on? Or did you want to be on all of them? Double Dare. Mm, mm-hmm. Double Dare or Family Double Dare? Do you want to go on with a friend Double or your dare. family? Yeah, friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what would you do? Nice, nice. Na, 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 I wanted to be on na, Guts na, so na, bad. Na, I wanted a glowing piece of crag. Yeah. I like I saw it on sale online <laughs> once. I was like, oh, I wonder how much. And they I was were like, all really three thousand cool, dollars. Omg. Yeah, I was like, like Legends worth of the Hidden it. Temple was good. Like it was so. Oh good. yeah, I would have been on Legends. What was the, the host of Double Dare's name? Double Dare. That's Mark, Mark Summers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That one's cool. I like Double Dare. It, it's most vivid in my mind. Yeah. I think. Oh yeah, it, and he would drag you all over yeah. that course. It was amazing. Yeah. But no, like I loved Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah. Uh, you know the Green Monkeys. Woo, that's yeah. my team. Do they still have that? Like no. any of that? No. Double Dare or anything? No, none really? of those. None of those. They brought Lame. Double Dare back for like a minute, but I, I don't think it's on anymore. That's stupid. So, it is. With that, we have come up on time. Aww. I know. So sad. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have any of your pop culture uh, you know, milestones, the things that really hit you in life, let us know. Yeah. Let us know on Facebook. Email us at thisisyourwarningpod at gmail.com. You can also send us any questions you may have for us. Or some of our past guests. We can see what we can do to drag them back in. Did you ever watch the Garbage Pail Kids? No, I oh absolutely my. did not. Okay, I just they just came <laughs> to my mind and I fucking love the Garbage Pail Kids. Okay, never mind. Random. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook, yep. on Instagram, yep. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can also find us on uh, TikTok, but we haven't done a whole lot with We have been waiting on David. I, me, 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 anyway... <laughs> with that this is your warning my name is david i'm brandy and we'll talk to y'all next week bye bye